Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Two and Two podcast. This is our first podcast of 2022. Blake, I'm excited for this new year and excited to kick it off with this theme. But again, just a reminder that you can listen to us on Spotify. You can check us out on our website, gatewayonline.org, Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Podcasts as well. Um, so you can can find us on all those um, places. But Blake, I'm excited to kick off a new year with podcasts. I'm excited to kick off a new year in our church. Um, and I know this first um, sermon series that we're going to go through is called Better Together. Yeah. It's going to be our theme for the entire year. And there's going to be aspects of that that we touch on. Um, can you tell us a little bit of just why that's important? Like, what does that actually mean? Um, and then we'll we'll dive into that a little bit more throughout this podcast. Yeah, well, I think there are, it came from looking back at 2021. And really, I guess part of 2020, you know, we realized, I think we always knew before how important it was to be together. But when we couldn't be together, it made it, it highlighted it that much more. And one of the things that we saw this past year is that when there were opportunities for our people to be together, they just ate it up. And so I, I think it's it's kind of as a two-part meaning. One is it's better to be together. Mm-hmm. But the other part to that is we are better together, too. You know, it really does help us. That's the way God designed us. Right. And so we look forward to jumping into that theme more in yeah. 2022. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear your, your sermons. I'm excited to hear how that flushes out into all of our ministries, into the hearts of our people. And like you said, of just the the challenges we've gone through and now being at a place where not only um, we're, it's better for us to be together, but we encourage, we spur each other on, um, right. and that we are actually better alongside of one, one another, and it's how we're created. Um, but I would love to dive into that a little bit, like how, sure. according to Scripture, um, why are we better together? What, what does Scripture tell us about uh, the importance of, of locking arms and, and doing ministry together? Yeah, there's a lot of different places we could go. One of my favorites, uh, I think, is, is Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. It says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Mm-hmm. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So I think it's just that idea of you know, spurring one another on, encouraging one another. This is a passage that not a lot of times is used for kind of a, hey, you got to come to church, which there is application for that. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that. And when you look into the New Testament church in particular, you just see that they did things together, and they were better together than, than they would have been otherwise. And so there's a lot of different places we could go, but I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, I, I love that. I just even love just the, the early church, uh, this letter, diving to the early church, of, of letting them know they're better together. And here we are, uh, 2,000 years later, still kind of carrying that phrase around. And, and making sure people know, especially those that belong to Christ, um, that their faith isn't just theirs, and, and that is right. way beyond um, just what you do for yourself. But there's this community aspect mm-hmm. um, to it that is is increasingly important. So, with that yeah. being said, how does that flush out in the ministries of our church? Um, how do you see that um, play out? Whether it's Sunday mornings or whether it's Wednesdays or men's ministry, yeah. women's ministry, or even with our children, yeah. how do you see that biblical 
um, point of view kind of played out here at Gateway. Yeah, well, I mean, we try to design things around that. You know, one of our five core values, as you know, is cultivate authentic relationships. And so you know, we want to create an environment where that happens, wherever it is. But I'll tell you what, what's really exciting to me is when those relationships get formed in a more, I guess, a more organic way or something that's not structured or planned. And I was reminded of an example that recently we were in our connect group, we were talking about a family uh, that is uh, going through a really difficult time that is uh, friends of one of our connect group families. And we'd been praying for them and uh, they actually just lost um, someone to an illness. And, but they were, they've been talking with this family from our group and commented that they were deeply impacted by seeing, just observing our connect group rally around one another and this so this family that they've been uh, looking to for support when they had gone through uh, something the the group had rallied around them and had been there and provided meals and you know gone to make a visit in the hospital and some of those kinds of things they saw that and they commented about that and they didn't understand it because they're not necessarily coming from a biblical uh, background and so they just thought wow that's really cool we don't have that in our life. And so it's when, when that kind of stuff happens, it's encouraging to see that happen. But it also reminds me that's that's an incredible uh, tool for witnessing. Yeah. You know, when people see real community, real togetherness taking place, I think there's a longing for that, especially now, probably more than ever. Yeah, I think that's the thing that stands out to me most as I as I have conversations with those that are not believers mm-hmm. um, and they take their first steps into diving into who Jesus is, what he's done for them, and then the community aspect of it. I think that's the, the, there's two big things that's always the most shocking. It's the, the links that God goes to for us, and then the second thing is the links that we go to for one another. And I think it's always such a uh, surprising thing. And I touched on it uh, when, I, when I preached last of just what church has meant to me. Um, and mm-hmm. just before I'd married Natalie, before we had kids, um, there's a, a family aspect that's there that was so important to me that I I never really fully experienced as a kid. Um, but in my adulthood, um, having church family, brothers and sisters in Christ, that would think so much of me to bring me into their homes, to um, have me to be a part of their families, to break bread with me, um, that's something that has always had a lasting impact. And it's something that has become an influential part of um, mine and Natalie's ministry. Of right. just don't lock our doors. If when we were uh, in student ministry, just kids could walk on in whenever they they need to. Just even kids in our neighborhood, as they kick soccer balls and stuff into our backyard, that they can just walk into our house and <laughs> go out the backyard and, and pick things up. But um, there's an important element of that togetherness and yeah. being a part of one another's life. And I think there's just, there's a lot of grace that lives in that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's ex- been extremely important and found foundational for me doing ministry. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, you bring that up, it's a great point that it's, we benefit from that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a should, I should do this, or I ought to make this a priority. It's I get to experience the blessing of yeah. that when we have those relationships. You know, I was actually reminded of that this morning as we record this. By the time this comes out, I will have a daughter who's <laughs> married, which blows my mind. Uh, but as we recorded, it, it's two days away. And this morning at 8.15, my doorbell rang. 
And I opened the door to see a couple of ladies from our church. And I just kind of looked at them a little cockeyed, like, what are y'all doing here? And they were laughing. And they came in and they, and they said, is she still here? I said, yes, come on in. Well, they came in and had little gifts, you know, and uh, I won't describe. I will just say that for a father to see some of the gifts that were given, it was impactful that they cared about my daughter, but a little disturbing because, you know, some of the gifts were intended for those who are married. So anyway, I know but, what those gifts yeah, are. Yeah, you know what those <laughs> gifts are. And so, but all that to say, I just thought, how cool is that, that my daughter has other adults in her life that care about her, that want to be a part of her special day, you know, that there's, there's that, that impact there. So even from a parenting standpoint, you know, I see the value of having other people in your family's life. For me, I benefit from it, but my kids are due too. So that was just kind of a cool picture this yeah. morning. I thought. Yeah, and I think for me, just even being here when Natalie was pregnant with the boys mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we got news that she might have to go into the hospital right away and this church put together a baby shower within two weeks. Yeah. Everybody in the church went shopping and had a baby shower for us. We had all of our needs met like, yeah. in an instant. And that's the other thing that stands out to me, that I've seen this church respond in so many different ways mm-hmm. where they take care of people's physical, uh, material needs at the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. And that is, is so impactful. And I've felt the experience of that, and I've also seen it. And, and how that impacts others as well. And I think the word that best describes this is there, there's an intimacy that we share mm-hmm. with one another as believers, and right. that can only exist through the intimacy that we have with Jesus Christ. Right. And that relationship being so important of knowing what Christ, the links that Christ has gone for us, uh, the links that we go to, to want to know Him better, and then seeing God's people the way that he sees them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what breeds that intimacy that is absolutely imperative uh, to having a culture of togetherness and being close uh, with one another. Right, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's important to say, too, it doesn't always happen the way right. we wish it would. You know, we, we see a, a pattern of that. We know what we're striving for. Um, it doesn't always happen perfectly. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's, it can be a struggle to find those connections and relationships. But I, I think it's important to stay after it, you yeah. know, and to make that a priority and to continue to, to, to pursue that. And the other thing is thinking about community that we have in Christ is kind of like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's a word that is used a lot that we talk about a lot. There are always family members that are going to get on your nerves sometimes, right? They're right. going to rub each other the wrong way. Yeah. Or you're going to have some differences of opinion or whatever. That's just what happens within a family. And so as we're talking about being together and community and all that, I think it's important to say, but yeah, it's it's not always going to be, you know, warm and fuzzy all the time, and that's probably a good thing. Yeah. You know, we we actually need to seek people out that are different from us. You know, we need people with different strengths. We need people that are going to push us and challenge us at times. And so that's that's part of it uh, as well. In fact, as I was uh, thinking about that, I thought of, you, you, you talked about, um, you know, Scripture verses and things like that, that that speak to it. But Proverbs 27, 6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. So that's kind of the other side of yeah. it. You know, we need people in our life that will also speak the truth to us. Uh, we need the encouragement and the pats on the back and all that, but we also need, need those that will hold us accountable and speak truth. Yeah, well, and I think that's a, another valuable 
um, uh, aspect of, of having intimacy in a relationship where there's yeah. a closeness to be able to speak um, truth. But there's there's two sides of that where the people that I'm the closest with, when they encourage me, it's what it means the most. Mm-hmm. And even when they have to have a difficult conversation with me, it can either hurt the most, it, depending on the way it's presented, or it can also, um, where it might hurt for a moment, but also understanding it's coming out of a place of love. And those things are only done in a place where they can be practiced well. And like you said before, we might not get it right all mm-hmm. the time, but the important aspect of intimacy and that togetherness is grace overcomes all of that. And just um, expecting the best out of people and, and understanding, trying to find a place of understanding of where they're coming from as well and that intimacy doesn't just exist when things are perfect and we've locked arms and we're skipping down the road right. um, intimacy um, shows its head even more at the places where there's conflict yeah. and conflict isn't bad right um, it's actually you know, like you said before it's actually necessary mm-hmm. in the relationships that we're striving to have yep. um, it has to exist there it does I agree so with that being said um, thinking about, being better together. Is there any encouragement? Is there any um, uh, things you'd like our church to know as we're going into 2022 of how how we can obtain this? What are we looking for? Um, or, or just how can we be, how are we praying for our church uh, yeah. and, and wanting to see this fleshed out in action? Yeah, my biggest encouragement is to go back to what I said before, and that is to seek out the togetherness, you know, mm-hmm. seek out those relationships um, be a part of it because you know you and I have seen from a church staff standpoint what happens when people aren't connected. Yeah, you know, and um, it you know it, it it can be a difficult thing. And when those relationships aren't there, um, you know, I've I've just watched it. I've watched people struggle when they don't have someone to reach out to. I've watched people step away from the church and become more disconnected, and it doesn't turn out well, you know, very, very rarely do you see someone grow in their faith as they step away. I mean, it just because that's not the way God designed it. So I just look at it from that standpoint and say, let's make sure that we're making this a priority, not just because we're trying to put something on you, right? but because we want what's best for you. Yeah. You know, we know what scripture says, we know what our experience teaches us and what we've seen. And it's, a necessary part of, you know, just being who God designed us to be. And it's a whole lot more fun when we do that. So I say, just look for those opportunities, you know, whether that be in serving or in groups that you're involved in, or, you know, even outside of structured, you know, official things in the church, just Mm -hmm. seek out those relationships with other believers where you can really connect and make it a priority to, to do it and get it done. Yeah. I think it's, it's so important where our society tells us to think about, only ourself all the time and what yeah. we're telling people to do is think beyond yourself look out for the needs of yeah. of others um and when that's been put into place when i have a need that comes up it's i get to live a very comfortable life because i know if if the worst of the worst happens i have my best friend sitting across from me i have a church staff that loves me i've got people in my community that are going to rally around me when the worst of the worst that could happen, I know I'm not going to be alone. Mm-hmm. And that is such a comfort uh, to, to actually know that, to, to be able to live your life day to day, 
knowing that I'm going to be surrounded by the people that love me most when I need them um, the most. And I want everybody in our church to be able to have that that feeling when they, they live this life of, of faith, of knowing that they're not in it by themselves yeah. ever. They never, ever have to walk alone. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and you know, we, we got a, we had someone share a story recently about that that was, again, going through a season that was difficult and people rallied around, found out what was needed, uh, came and helped out and just said, we're here for you. you know, we're going to walk through you, this difficult season with you. And so, yeah, seeing those kinds of things, um, it's a big deal. And we've also recently seen an example on the flip side of that as well as yeah. our, our staff had a chance to go and just have a have a meal together for Christmas, and the uh, the person who was serving us was going through a difficult season, and um, you know just even the 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 idea of, of being better together means being ready and aware for those opportunities that come along because yeah. that was one of those where that was kind of a cool story. You know, she's going through single mom going through a hard time, right? But she commented to us that that very morning she had prayed and said, "God, I don't know what I'm going to do." You know, I need some encouragement. I need some help. And then here we come along and are able to maybe provide some of that for. So, yeah. And being better together as far as seeing your circle grow. Yeah. That that togetherness and intimacy is continuing to grow. And we we see that in our church as we continue to grow and and just needing everybody focus so much on who Christ is and how he's created us uh, to be better together. It's so important. And I'm so excited for 2022. I can't wait to see what God does yeah. in our church, what he does with with me individually, with our, our staff, and with our community. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what it means to be better together and us being intentional about it and talking about it often and just seeing what God does with that. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. This is going to be a great year. Yeah, we're, we are really poised for something significant, and uh, I'm excited to, to see what comes this year. It's exciting to see more and more people connecting to our church. It's exciting to see the, the the ministry opportunities that are opening up for us more. So I'm convinced that God has incredible things in store for us. And so I'm with you. I'm I'm ready to go, ready yeah. to see see what's coming, and it's going to be exciting to be a part of it. Yep. Well, with that being said, again, we're so excited every single month to bring you a new episode of the Two and Two podcast to encourage you, to equip equip you. And so this is. Uh, the first episode of 2022. We're excited for the months to come and hope this is a great resource to y'all and we will uh, be with you next month.